grass is green and the girls are pretty. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, jam eaters and jam munchers, welcome to another episode of Unplanned Treks, 50 Shades of Trek Project, where we are counting down in order the 50 sexiest episodes of Star Trek. We're doing them as rewatch parties, where we invite you to, to watch the episode at the same time as us and see what we're talking about at the same time. I am Isaac. I am one of the hosts of Unplanned Trek. I'm usually joined by Andrew Hogan, but he took a uh, runabout to the Badlands to find some marquee, and he said he'd be right back, but he has been away for a year or two, so we're not going to wait for him. But I am joined by a guy who um, produces one of the most successful, one of the most popular um, Star Trek podcasts out there. He also works on the Shuttle Pod Show. Shuttle Pod Show. The yeah. Shuttle Pod Show. From the Shuttle Pod Show. To, it is Mark Cartier. How are you, mate? I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Happy February 3rd for me in uh, Los Angeles. I believe you're in the future. I am on February 4th here, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. So how is it? <laughs> no, um, Daniels, will come and, Daniels will come and beat me up all. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. So what we do, guys, is we we watch the episode not only for the sexy moments for um, the Fifty Shades of, of Trek project, but we are going to be looking out for the best three characters, the most annoying or worst three characters of the episode, any fights that happen, any romance. We're looking out for food, uh, any animals or pets, and, of course, the two Vix medal, which we award to any deaths that happen in the episode. So we'll be watching... With uh, that lens on as well, and we'll give out awards at the uh, as the end credits roll of this episode. So, Mark, can you remember this episode? Have you got any memories uh, of where Pleasant Fountains lie? I actually tried to uh, quickly read it before we started here. Uh, I'll, I'll just read the description as it says it on Paramount Plus, which is what I'm watching. Yeah, this episode. Uh, Mariner and Boimler are stranded on an uninhabited planet with a sentient computer. I assume played by Jeffrey Combs. Uh, on the Cerritos, Lieutenant Commander Billups must prove his engineering abilities to an old adversary. So I think I do remember this one. Mm. I think this might be the one where Billups's mom tries to get him to have sex so he becomes king of, oh. of some kind of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Tricks him into being the yeah. king of their society. Yeah, <laughs> that that um, old kinky abdication <laughs> thing that happens everywhere, right? No. <laughs> Well, I reckon we're about ready to hit play. What do you reckon, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the intro done. Now what we're going to do is play you the best parts of us listening and watching the show. If you want to experience that whole thing like an old-style DVD audio commentary, head to our YouTube page where it's completely unedited. 
Here come the best bits here though, and then after that, we'll jump into the medals. Good plan? Doesn't make sense? Just follow along. It's okay. All right. Now this one here is rated M, um, which I don't know if we have the same standards of, of rating here as we do there, but uh, that means you have to be 15 to watch this one. So that's really good for our project. We, we want the ones that, you, that aren't just parental guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here he comes with the computer. All right, so this is a standard. This is a great Star Trek trope. This episode, the uh, uh, naive civilization being controlled by a super evil robot uh, or a robot who has lost sort of its way. Yeah, uh, and not just any robot, right? That is Jeffrey Combs. I recognize him. Yeah, it's yeah. Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> <laughs> Unplanned Trek. Here comes Billups. Hello, mother. It's, it's also had, a, uh, a Star Trek oh. trope, right? That that kids have really strained relationships with their mum. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's a Star Trek so much as a oh, true. like Just a real life. life. Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels. So the opening title sequence is playing right now. Uh, I kind of mm. wanted to talk really quickly about what Fifty Shades of Trek is. Uh, mm. Can you unpack it? Yeah, so I really liked the idea. I woke up early one day and realized that Fifty Shades of Grey would play really well to Fifty Shades of Trek. And I thought, why don't we count down in 2024 the 50 sexiest episodes of Star Trek? So... I spent the next few hours Googling across the different franchises, the sexiest moments and episodes and used a bit of my own memory and developed a list way over 50 of sexy moments in Trek and had to narrow it down. But essentially what I wanted was representation from every single, um, every, <laughs> every single franchise. Um, and, um, and apart from that, anything goes. So yeah, we, we, we've done a, we've done actually quite a few Voyager ones already, but the, the list is very TNG heavy. But yeah, even even Lower Decks or and even Prodigy has has its um, share of sexy moments. Of course, Prodigy is designed for kids, so a sexy moment's holding a hand or a kiss on the cheek. But we all know what that means, right? We're yeah. all adults here. <laughs> uh, so this will be fun. This will be uh, Unplanned Trek 2024 is going to be 50 episodes of the sexiest episodes of Star Trek. That's uh, right. So I'm, it's fun to have a little mission statement for the year. I can't wait for yeah. what next is going to be. That's right. It, it, I think it's um, a countdown, basically, of when are we going to watch Sub Rosa? Like, every week, is this the week? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know it's coming, right? It's yeah, coming. It's, <laughs> it's on the list. <laughs> Sub Rosa. And for people that haven't come across Unplanned Trek before, what we do is we watch it, we watch episodes, but instead of, like, necessarily reviewing the episodes, we're looking out for certain things that we will award points for and at the end of the year the overall leader gets um gets the medal so we're looking for best characters worst characters fights romance uh, we even look out for food um pets and people dying at the moment the person with the most deaths is two um, but we've got a few people on two on our leaderboard because it's star trek you can die more than once hi i'm olivia from star trek picard and you're listening to unplanned trek <laughs> Well, I mean, I love that. I remember the first time I watched this episode, I was so happy with the fact that uh, here's this sort of neurotic uh, chief engineer uh, who uh, turns out is the prince of his entire race, 
his entire right. planet. Yeah. Uh, and for his mother, sort of Diana Troy style, to show up on the Cerritos and try to convince her son to become the king is really silly and fun. And that's kind of what I love about the show. Yeah, more of a Lewis out of Troy than a Deanna, right? <laughs> that's what you mean. Like Deanna Troy's quite quiet. Oh, I'm sorry, Waxana Troy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I meant that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Thanks for um, embarrassing me live, bro. Oh, no, that, that's all right. I mean, <laughs> Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. So as I said, we're looking out for fights, and it looks like this um, Shuttle Pod. Shuttle Pod Show. The yeah. Shuttle Pod Show. From the Shuttle Pod Show. Is having an issue, but I can't really tell why at this stage. Oh, a standard uh, entry procedure malfunction, I imagine. Right. Oh, look at that. All the other crashed ships. Ah, this has got a bit of Wrath of Khan vibes to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what have we got? Nutri something nutritious there that they're eating. Um, so that would be a <laughs> two big point. Yeah, that's right. I'll call it replicator rations because I'm sure that's what it was. Um, I think it's funny that Neelix is one of my most hated characters, and we've kind of got two medals named after him with the food medal and the two Vix medal is half Neelix, right? Oh, it's half Neelix. Yeah, yeah. Why don't so, you like Neelix? Neelix is amazing. <laughs> he's so great. He's the reason really I don't, they have, that might be why I don't like. He's not. He's not important or required at all. But do you know how much quicker they got home because because Neelix was on board? Yeah, not at all. Yeah, they got rid of him and they got home five episodes later. Like, he was holding them back, man. Well, I think, like, halfway through the first season, he admitted to not knowing where they were going now. Yeah, like, yeah. He left yeah, the area. He's out of range. Yeah. But also, you know, it's a bit weird that he looks like a couch and he's dating a two-year-old. Like, mm, we, just, we, just, um, we just don't talk about that. Some things yeah. work out, uh, look better on paper than they do on screen. That's right. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. Yeah, they're on his mother's royal flagship, mm. uh, which apparently is a pleasant <laughs> pleasure ship. Yeah. And if <laughs> I remember correctly, they've manufactured some engineering issue to get him on board on the board. ship. Right. So give him a legitimate reason to, to oh, get he's in eating a ration bar. Terrific. And here's Jeff Combs, who... Probably is playing every character in this episode. It's great how I just assume that you know a, um, a showrunner or you know some, someone in charge of the series just rings up Jeffrey Combs and goes, "Hey, hey, Jeff, I've got an idea," and they just he just goes, "Yes, yep, I'm there." <laughs> I haven't even told you what the idea is yet. Yep, no problem. Yeah, I'm here. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Missy C, who is Jet Reno? Jet Reno, she's one of the engineers on Discovery. Oh, she's right. Um, she did use a replica um, licorice um, to fix an issue. That, I think it was to stop Book doing the bad thing when he was with, oh, there was a, well, I don't know, it was season three, I think, 
yeah, Jet Reno used licorice to to solve a problem in um, in Discovery. Do you know the the, the funny engineer? Oh, oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of her scenes of her, she's not there to do. Like, there's a lot of green screen. She's not usually with the cast because she doesn't like flying or something like that. Really? Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I mean, not from her directly. She doesn't answer my tweets. Oh, she doesn't call you back? <laughs> no. She doesn't respond to your constant, continual harassment no. by a text yeah. message? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> hey, Tig, it's me, Isaac, again. Just leave me another voice message. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. So we haven't really seen anything too more hubby yet, have we? No, unless we missed yeah. it. I have this recollection that there was all these girls trying to seduce him. Yeah, this isn't the first episode. I mean, this might be the first episode with his mum, but it's not the last one. So there is is a scene where it it actually might even be this episode where where two characters, a man and a woman, go to his room and try to seduce him. It might be about to happen. What's going to happen now? It might be these two. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's early here, but I'm I'm up for seeing it again. <laughs> yeah, I just keep watching this over and over. Yeah, I like the relationship between these two as well. Tandy and Rutherford. Yeah, I, like I think the obvious trope is to ship them together and make them a, a nice relationship. But even if they're not, if it's just platonic, it's nice to see you know that they're really supportive of each other and positive. Couple, be it romantic or not. Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, mm. it's sweet and yeah. innocent, I guess. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, forgetting gender or you know attraction, it's got a bit of a Geordie Data or a um, Bashir Miles feel about it. Like just really good friends. Unplanned track feast. Yes, I did see a, a chicken drumstick jump in the air, I think. Yeah. We haven't had a feast yet. Yeah. Does a, I wonder if a feast should get five points. <laughs> it could certainly get a, a... A good feast would qualify for the Picard medal. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. Destroying his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips loves his virginity. <laughs> Oh, what a silly show. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Oh, there's my loot player. I love that guy. My trained, my guards are trained from birth to skip foreplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. This Here is a very sexy episode. Yeah. Of... <laughs> so do we know the names of these two sexy people? No. And Billups? Oh, come on, Billups. You can do it, man. This kingdom come. <laughs> You don't have to do oh, sex. Oh no, he's oh no. <laughs> you don't have to do sex. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what Mark said. <laughs> it still counts. They've taken a lot of clothing off. Hi, I'm Olivia from Star Trek Picard, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. <laughs> yeah, this okay, so I forgot this happened too. They tricked computer combs by Telling him he was plugged into the computer, but he actually isn't. Well, that's obviously science fiction, isn't it? I mean, there's no way you could trick computer combs. 
Oh, Pet Dragons got mentioned there. Oh, there we go. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. I love that everyone's so happy for Billups. <laughs> what about uh, the two people who tried to seduce Billups? Are they? Oh yeah. Are they pet oh. kitties? Getting <laughs> oh. <laughs> pet cat. They, there wasn't any heavy. Pissing. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Computer Combs is in a locker uh, in a room filled with uh, lockers, all of which have uh, evil computers in them. <laughs> <laughs> the evil computer prison. Yeah. All right. There we go. Special guest star, Jeffrey Combs. So what we do now, folks, is with our different segments in mind, we analyze this episode and give some, some pointless points away that will contribute to our, our leaderboard and then our end of year show to see who is winning. So we'll start. Yay. With what a great episode of Star Trek. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And and uh what an awkwardly sexy episode of Star Trek. The uh Yeah, the I mean what, what's better than sexy is awkwardly sexy. Is right? awkwardly sexy. Yeah. <laughs> the Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. So, all right. If it's all right with you, I'll do the best three characters for this week. So, the first one, it absolutely has to be um, Agamus or Jeffrey Combs, the the computer, just for being there. I mean, Jeffrey Combs walk up, start. You, you're in an episode. He gets a point. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, because he, he's a legend. Yeah. And and you know what? It's it's a Jeffrey Combs episode. Without if anyone else played this role, we probably wouldn't enjoy this episode. Right. Yeah, I agree. Unless it was Carter Montalban, he would have been great as an evil computer. Oh, yeah, he would be. I also suspect that Jeffrey Combs played every other character in this episode. So, you know. Well, I was going to watch the credits. Yeah, I did see Phil Lamar in there, but, you know, that could be Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> um, two votes is going to go to Billups. He, oh, um, good one. He, he did have trouble at the end getting, uh, getting the motor humming. Uh, but that might have saved him from being a prince, which we all want to avoid, <laughs> particularly when you could be an engineer, right? I mean, engineer, sexy prince, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, for, hey, not just even sexy prince. And it's funny, yeah. when he decided to resign his Starfleet commission, he did this thing with his hair. He just pushed he his did. hair back, and it suddenly looked like he was a prince. <laughs> it did, didn't it? He looked very regal very quickly. Um, uh, but so yeah. <laughs> for, for nearly falling for the trick but not quite getting tricked into having sex Phillips gets a point but three votes and I think I, I um, alluded to him a couple of times but my sexy Luke player guy he, he was the standout for me didn't, didn't have a line but he, he did some good power chords at the end and for me was the standout of the sexy background actors if I was Billups, I'd be wanting, wanting him in my sexy three way I didn't think I was going to say that today but Oh, I've even blushed a little bit about all that. Um, but that's all right. I've got time to recover because Mark's going to do the opposite of what I've done. So the Keiko O'Brien medal. So the Keiko O'Brien medal goes to the three most irrelevant or plot-stoppy characters of the episode. Mark, was there anyone that annoyed the, the characters I've said can also qualify for this medal as well. You can get votes on both the positive and negative side. 
the Keiko O'Brien medal, uh, one of the, it's not just the worst, it's uh, the most irrelevant or like <laughs> unnecessarily added uh, to move the plot along kind of a thing. Um, so uh, I think uh, Captain. Uh, Freeman. I think that uh, Captain Freeman uh, really didn't contribute much to this episode. Uh, uh, so I'm going to give her one point. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that uh, First Officer, what is his name? Why can't I remember Jack his name? Jack Ransom. Ransom. Number yeah. one, uh, he yeah. is also pretty, and not only is he uh, kind of irrelevant in this episode, uh, the one thing he actually does to drive the plot forward is to hand off the evil supercomputer. Uh, <laughs> well, well, he agrees uh, with Mariner to allow Boimler to go with her on the mission, which turned out to be a mistake. He rectified yeah. it by the end, but uh, but then he also he like delivered this computer uh to these lower decks kids instead of just dealing with himself yep yep you know if it's that yeah, important why are you handing it off he didn't care yeah he didn't care so i don't care about his mm. uh uh participation in this episode today so that's two points uh and then uh i think the the three points go to our sex kitten and sex cat uh <laughs> as the doctor uh, the the two who were trying to um, seduce Billups. Oh right, yep. The, the sex the, guards. Yep. Yeah. We'll call them sex guards. Yeah, the sex guards. Uh, their one job was mm. to get him to become the king mm. by having sex. Yep. Uh, which is the the rule on their planet, I guess. You yep. you you the king once you have sex, uh, and they it's weren't that, able to do it. That's standard kingdom rules, I think, right? Right. I mean, though, it's just to the bed with kings and queens, like you do. But saying that, literally, my my king's on the other side of the world. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> no, he was telling me the other day how much he cares about you. In fact, he's a big fan of the show. <laughs> oh yeah, Friday. I think he's our latest Patreon, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves king watching Star Trek five one minute at a time. Yeah, but he's he's at a lower tier, which is fine. It's just it's you know, fine. yeah, I get it. He, Rich people he, he talks the game, but then he shows up for a buck. Yeah. <laughs> I own half the world. Right. That's right. Yeah, I need the, I need the colonies. No, I guess it's true though. When you think about it, it makes sense because if he's a, your patron, then he'd have to be every one of his subjects' mm. patron as well. Yeah, you can play favorites though. It's not like having a kid. You don't have to be. Fair. You think so? Yeah. You think you can remain beloved as a king uh, of your realm if you're choosing super faves? I don't know if you have to be beloved to be king. It's not like you voted in. You can be. You know, you don't have to be popular. Not like a podcaster. You need to be popular to do that. I noticed War Dog. I'm stuck in Florida. Very sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it bad weather? I don't know what the weather's like. There's been pouring down rain here in California. We've had flooding. Yeah, we we haven't gone to that extent, but it is um, unseasonably uh, raining today here in, in Tasmania, which doesn't exist. I've got and it, now. In the future. Oh, you! I tricked yeah. you into telling me about the future. <laughs> oh, geez, the temporal police are going to get me for this. I think that's Daniel's I, at my front door I, now. Yeah. Blame Daniels, blame 
Sexy shenanigans that happened in this week's episode. Mornhub. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, there was the failed seduction act. Uh, mm-hmm. There's multiple of those. Yeah. So, am, am I giving out one medal for the best? No. This is. Or am I giving this out? This is an infinite medal for the, for the Mornhub. It's any anything oh, so that you deem worthy of sexiness gets points. Well, then, so uh, I would say we have to start with Computer Combs, Jeffrey Combs playing the voice of the evil computer, uh, his s- sultry voice, mm-hmm. the computer voice, was very seductive. He was trying yes. very hard to trick uh, Boimler and Mariner and uh, letting him do evil computer things, like mm-hmm. plug into a mainframe. <laughs> yeah. Plug me into the ship. I'll give you <laughs> rewards. Uh, obviously, uh, Billups gets a point f- mm-hmm. for participating in a failed uh, sex act. Uh, the yeah. sex uh, guards, yes. what do we call them? The- sex guards? Yeah, sex guards. They, uh, they, they each, they each get uh, three points because every time they're around, they they were gropey, gropey all over Billups. And then right. they went so, straight up. That's I think this is the only lingerie. Hmm. Can Let anyone me correct me if I'm wrong? Is there any lingerie in Star Trek? Like real lingerie, not like. What about what Troy wears that one episode when she answers the door? Oh, and she's all being seductory because she's <laughs> under the influence of uh, the Star Trek. Of Star Trek. <laughs> 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 but that, that was definitely lingerie. Yeah, uh, we, we, we had that one with seven last week with no clothes. Also, uh, there were all of the girls on the ship who were trying to seduce him. That was mm-hmm. sexy. I like putting all the girls on the list. <laughs> all the girls. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, and I hate to add t- Tandy to this, but... um. She's always kind of have that. She has that wistful sort of "I need to take care of uh, Rutherford" thing, which is sweet and like she. It's it's almost like she wants. It's like she's too embarrassed to say that she wants her first kiss. You know, it's really sweet and right. innocent, and yeah. so I, I I hesitate to include her in this conversation. But also, she's in Orion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with with that, I've got a couple of points. Um, you know, being awkward or not. 
asking for a first kiss, I kind of get that. My twenties were incredibly tough, Mark. Um, <laughs> but if we're giving if we're giving Tendy a point, are we giving Rutherford a point too, or is it just Tendy in that? Well, I think if he had if he had given her a you know if he had picked up on it and mm. blushed as well, or but he never picks up on it. He's naive yeah. about it. He it's like he doesn't see it. Yeah, he's the muse, but he doesn't know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, we can give her a point by herself. That's fine. Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. So for new players, the Wolf Medal is awarded for any fights that we've seen in this episode. And I, I did note down quite a few this week. We, we First of all, we had um, the shuttle pod. Shuttle Pod Show. The yeah. Shuttle Pod Show. From the Shuttle Pod Show. We didn't know why it crashed, so I've just got the Shuttle Pod. Shuttle Pod Show. The yeah. Shuttle Pod Show. From the Shuttle Pod Show. This was fighting space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually it's more accurate to say it was fighting planetary entry. Oh, yeah. Entry. Atmosphere. We'll go yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, I had the computer-eating dog pig was fighting Mariner and Boimler. Yep, that's a good one. Mariner and Boimler were fighting the heat on the planet. Yep. Boimler and Mariner fought each other twice in this episode. One was actual with fists and phases, and the other one was just shouting at each other. And we also had the drones fighting Boimler and Mariner. And I was just noting down one that I didn't think of. We had Billups fighting virginity. Yes, as well. Phillips fought uh, to maintain his virginity and succeeded, uh, albeit um, accidentally. At the end, he gave in, and luckily, yeah. uh, nature helped him out, helped him across the finish line. Yeah, I'll also give Phillips another point for fighting his mum throughout the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Rutherford for fighting for Phillips. Oh yeah, but who did he fight? Uh, he fought uh, all of uh, Phillips' uh, people. To yeah, right. get Phillips to stop him from becoming king. Yeah, I'll call them castle people. Phillips, castle rather, people. rather versus castle people. The people <laughs> of the yeah. Yeah, so a, a lot of points coming up this week in the in the Wolf Medal. I can see Boimler and Mariner going up pretty high in the list for the 2024 medal for their contribution this week. And as I said, nice to have things like virginity, heat, and Computer eating dog pig appearing on our on our list this week, so that that's really good. Yeah. The uh, that's the only time a lot of those are going to show up. Mm, <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah, I think you forgot uh, Boimler and Mariner fighting computer combs. You're right. I didn't list. Yeah, I had a computer eating dog pig, but I didn't have a computer. So yeah, we'll go combs. Well, what do you want to? What's what's the next one? Celebrate with some food, but when I'm in a bad mood, I also have some food. Chicken skewers, reminiscent of a helix, but this metal, well, it's named after Neelix, named after Neelix, the Neelix metal. Next one I've got is Neelix. So this is the food medal um, where we note down any references to food that happened in the episode. So I did I did list a few here, Mark. We've got we've got licorice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. We've got water. Water. Seems really boring to add to the list, but it was mentioned. Um, I saw Bormler eating some sort of chocolate bar. It was probably a replicator ration, but I've put it in a chocolate bar. Yeah, it was like yeah. an energy bar ration thing. Yeah, we had we had fruit, which I was yeah. I was expecting the to be psychedelic fruit. fruit. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to eat alien fruit, it's going to be psychedelic, right? It's not going to be just a standard orange. Yeah, it was that uh, weird glowing blue, and it gave yeah. them glow blue mustaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the last one I've got is the medieval feast that we had on board as well, where we we, we had a lot of food there. It looked like a lovely... We, we would have had a great time there, Mark. You, me, Billups, we would have had a great feast. And by feast, I mean food. I think uh, that had we been in this episode, if mm. this episode of Star Trek was real yeah. and we were there, we would have had hijinks. In this episode. Oh, we would have had a lot of fun. And I don't know if it would have been more fun to stay on the ship and deal with Billups' whole ruckus, or if it would have been more fun to get stuck on the hot desert apocalypse planet with evil robot, with evil uh, computer combs. I don't want to turn down being stuck on a desert island with, des- with Jeffrey Combs, but I want to be at that medieval feast. We don't have to be at the head table. We could be at one of the background tables having a lot of fun, a lot of drinks and a lot of food. Wearing very sexy costumes. I mean, I'd wear what I'm wearing now. You look pretty good at the moment too, Mark. We, we, I look pretty great right now. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm close to giving you a Mornhub medal for just looking no. awesome. Yeah. Blushing. I'm blushing everywhere. <laughs> Ooh. It's not nice. Everywhere. Yeah, but anyway, then let's move on. That was the food. Dogs wag tails. And cats don't like to be seen. This one's for Grudge, because she is our queen. We'll, we'll move on to the Grudge Medal. Now, this medal is named after my favourite animal in all the Star Trek, Grudge, Book's, Book's cat, and probably, well, maybe Book is Grudge's cat. I don't know. But Grudge the cat in Discovery, who's a queen, um, has this medal named after her, and it's for any animals that we spot or pets that we have in the episode. Now, this one is a particular favourite of Mark because he does like stretching the definition of pet. I think <laughs> last, time you, last time you were on, you gave Dax a point, I think, for being a pet, yeah. um, which, which was well and truly justified. Now, I spotted a horse. What did you see this week? Because I'm sure you saw more than just a horse. Saw a dog pig. Dog pig, yeah. Dog pig, uh, computer-eating dog pig. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, and then computer stealing crabs. There were multiple crabs. Oh, yeah. At least four or five of them. Yeah. Uh, the horse, like you said, they mentioned the pet dragon. And yeah, even though but... we didn't see an actual dragon, there was lots of images of dragons in this episode, hmm. on, especially hmm. on the castle ship. I do, I do want to stretch the definition of pet. Good. Animal. I'm up for it. And I want to say that the two sex guards... Were pets. <laughs> one was a sex guys. kitten. One was a sex cat. And, uh, uh, which which one would you play, Matt? Oh, a cat. Mm. No, a kitten. I don't know. It depends mm. on the mood. Depends on who else is in the scene. Who else is in the scene? And then I have to say that Billups is an animal for defeating his mother's evil plans and fighting his urges, probably too. Yeah, he yeah. fought his urges. He yeah. fought nature itself. The very reason for existence, he stood up to it and said, yeah. no. No, engineering is what's important. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sacrificing this because I love engineering. Yeah, man. <laughs> what a bad decision. You think O'Brien would do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, or you think he'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Earth. <laughs> yeah, O'Brien's like, no, how about I just play darts with Julian instead? <laughs> <laughs> if this was DS9 episode with, with Keiko in it, she'd be on Earth visiting her mum or on Bajor doing some botany anyway. Like, she's not. She's not around much. She'd have left a note. She would have been mentioned. Yeah. What yeah. does Keiko think? <laughs> the best episodes with Keiko in it are when she's not Keiko, when she's mirror Keiko or par rate affected Keiko. Then she's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I just watched Keiko. the TNG episode where she's little kid Keiko. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And O'Brien's all awkward about it. And she's like, I am yeah. Miles Edward O'Brien. I am I am your wife. wife. <laughs> it's like, You're weird. grounded. <laughs> Go play with Molly. <laughs> the Two Vix Medal. Well, I don't think anyone died this week, so I think we rule out the Two Vix Medal this week. Uh, the hopes of Billups' mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just go the hopes of the castle people died. But you've also got a feeling that this isn't the last time that they will try to seduce Billups. I don't mean well, the know, the uh, kitten, I just mean his mum with her tactics. If there was an opposite of the Tuvix award, uh, it would go to Billups. What did you bring to Or saving his virginity from dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah he, uh, uh, look, I had a few lines there. I've decided not to play any of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're all terrible. <laughs> Was there a sex candle? No. Well, that's all the medals, and that is what Unplanned Trek looks like, guys. We watch a show and we talk about it with these um, silly medals in mind to analyse not if it was a good episode, a great episode, or a brilliant episode, but we just love all Trek and we just like to look at some of these little details and award some pointless points out for it. I really hope you enjoyed it. Mark, it's been fantastic having you on to do this with with again. We really enjoy having you on, and thanks for your support and um, and anyone that's joined from from the um shuttle pod show shuttle pod show the shuttle pod show from the shuttle pod show community we really appreciate you jumping on for this test today please feel free to leave a comment we uh we can't leave without uh, acknowledging martin d catching what we missed the computer combs hopes of domination Mm. killed by boimler and mary Murdered. Wow. That's that's a, that's a very good point, Martin. So we're yeah. going to put we're we going to put Jeffrey Combs's ambitions died. That seems a bit, bit harsh on Jeffrey Combs, but he was right. playing a character. Jeffrey Combs's uh, evil ambitions died. I had a question for you, and I forgot. Shoot. Uh, what do people usually ask me? It was important. Oh, was um, what is next? Uh, on the list of uh, 50 Shades of Trek? That is a great question. Next one is do an you know episode. Or... I do, but I, I, I want to be a little bit coy, if that's all right. Oh, sure. That is, yeah. after all, in, uh, that is, uh, yes, we're talking yeah. about Shades of Trek, so being coy is part of the game, I guess. What I'd like to do next week is an episode of Picard. Oh, there we go. Mm. 
So that Just kind of rules out season three, which was all story and no sexy. So it's going to be before the great season of, of Star Trek Picard. <laughs> I can tell you that. When the much. nerds took over again. <laughs> That's right. Really good again. Oh. They focused on story rather than sexiness. But there were there were a couple of sexy moments in the first two seasons. So we'll, we'll pick up one of those next week. Well, thank you all for joining us for uh, number 44 on On Plan Trek's uh, Fifty Shades of Trek. Uh, and yeah, if you've got any thoughts on what you think might appear on the list as well, we're, we're keen to hear that as oh, well. Oh, that's a fun so, game. Yeah, so as, as I alluded to, Sub Rose is definitely there. It's just which week are we going to do it? <laughs> it's not number one, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, cheers to all you all. Live long and prosper. Love to see you all. Thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. Go watch more Star Trek. Trek, Trek, Trek. Mark, mark, mark. It's just not what you'd expect That's Unplanned Trek Unplanned Trek Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan I'm George Takei, and this is an Unplanned Interruption Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers Network of Podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier and this is Unplanned Trek. And is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. If you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com We're thankful to all our listeners including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks Haunted John, Lee Nickel and Thomas Norris Unplanned Trek! Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek! Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Unplanned Trek! Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Blame Daniels, blame.